Coaches, how are you? This is Coach Kevin Furtado of the Championship Vision Podcast. <clears throat> I'd like to welcome you all back. I had a little time off. Uh, I've been working with my team at our team camps, and it's been so fun and so exciting. But I'm so glad to be back here at Championship Vision, kind of getting you guys trying to share in the game again. Uh, today's episode number 63 with Coach Matt Smith. Matt Smith... Smith has been coaching 18 years. He's the head boys coach for eight years, head girls coach for six years, four years as an assistant coach, currently entering year three as head coach at Gordon Lee High School in Chickamauga, Georgia. His first job was at Young Americans Christian School in Conyers, Georgia. He started off as a student assistant coach at Tacoa Falls College and he's founder and director of the United Basketball Clinics. And that is what we're going to discuss today with Matt. Um, he's got a great program. He runs clinics all over the country. Um, and let me just talk a little bit about his United Basketball Clinics. Um, throughout his nearly 21 years of coaching, Matt Smith always enjoyed attending coaching clinics and spending time with other coaches, discussing the game and growing his knowledge. He began directing coaching clinics in Chattanooga, Tennessee, because he wanted to improve the game locally and take advantage of the brilliant basketball minds already living in the area. He wanted to see the best teachers of the game in the gym with the basketball players, showing the concepts they were teaching. So that is what he created, and United Basketball Clinics was founded. The clinics are held on basketball courts where featured coaches and players demonstrate drills and concepts on the court. Due to the success of those early clinics in Chattanooga, he is expanding and reaching to regions around the country. He hopes you will attend one of the United Basketball Clinics. Please contact him if you have any questions or suggestions on how he can make his clinics even better. Growing the game together. Yeah, Matt's going to discuss his upcoming clinics. Uh, as a matter of fact, um, uh, he's actually coming to mine out here, the Legends Clinic, September 14th. But uh, he's having a couple that I'm really excited about. One um, is September 28th um, in Alpharetta, Georgia. And he's having some great coaches coming in. Uh, and also on August, 20, uh, August 24th, He's having his Hoosier uh, clinic, and it's at the old Hoosier gym in Indiana. It's unbelievable. I went last year, had a blast. Uh, if you don't go to this, man, I don't know. if I'm not sure if you really love the game. I have a tremendous passion for the game. I travel 8 to 10 hours to go see it. Uh, it's going to be a blast, but seeing all these great coaches from Indiana, around the country. Matter of fact, he's got the great Vance Wahlberg, the dribble drive expert, coming in. On the 23rd, it's actually going to be the 23rd and 24th. Uh, he'll talk about his clinic, all the details, all the great people he has in him. So, coaches, um, you know, get out your notebooks, write down some great notes. Coach Smith's going to be sharing you all about his clinics and what's going on with his team. Coach Matt Smith, part two of, of the Championship Vision Park podcast. Hi, Coach. Hey, Not Kevin. A at all. Hey, let's just continue on. Go ahead and uh, again, just kind of, we'll kind of start from the beginning again. Okay. Just tell a little bit about yourself um, and just kind of give a brief overview of your career and what you're doing. Uh, and even, even about um, your, your, your director of United Basketball Clinic, things like that. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Sure. Uh, this is my, I don't know, 17th or 18th year coaching. I started off at a couple of private schools in the Atlanta area, head boys, head girls. Uh, relocated to Chattanooga, 
uh, was a head girls coach here and a boys assistant. And then recently I took the head boys job at Gordon Lee High School, which is a single A public school in Northwest Georgia, about 15 minutes from Chattanooga. And um, it's a great community, a really good school. We love our sports and our extracurricular activities. It's, it's a great spot for me. Um, and I hope I'm here a really, really long time. Um, also on the side, I started an organization, United Basketball Clinics. And I, along with Kevin, love doing coaching clinics and running coaching clinics. And I think this will be the sixth year of the coaching clinics. And they've really grown and we've spread out throughout the country. And um, United Basketball Clinics is my you know, other passion. I really love, I really love doing those. And we've been blessed to have some of the best speakers in the game come in and speak at our clinics. Uh, you run great clinics. Matter of fact, that's why I really, we're talking to you today because I want to pick your brain on the next two clinics you got coming up. Uh, but before we do that, talk to me about your team right now, because we have all coaches on this and right now we're both kind of, I'm kind of installing one system you have a current system you're doing with your team, plus you're looking at doing something with your ninth grade team. Tell the listeners a little bit about what you're trying to do. Absolutely. Yes, we are, again, a small single-A school, and uh, right now I have 28 boys in the program, uh, roughly 15 varsity, 12 JV. And in my varsity team, the last couple of years, we've really slowed the game down, uh, run a matchup zone defense, uh, run various sets on offense, some swing offense, some Princeton sets. Like we really take the air out of the ball and try to get the best shot possible. You know, last year we shot the ball really, really well from three, had a pretty dominant post. Uh, those two kids graduated. So this year we're going to keep that same style. Um, the summer has been good for me to learn what to do a little different with the team defensively. We need to make some tweaks and some changes, but we're going to continue to probably play uh, mainly the zone. Um, offensively, we won't have quite as many kids who can shoot the three, although we will shoot it. Um, and our post is solid, uh, but I don't know if he'll be quite the scorer right now. Uh, he's a rising junior, as my senior was last year. So we're going to continue our style, but with my ninth grade group, I'm looking at playing a more fast pace, pressing, getting your face for 84 feet. And by the time those kids get up to be 11th graders, we'll have this system intact. So I want to change the style we play at our school, but I want to start it with a good freshman group and bring them up and not throw this at a, for example, this year's team where we're, you know, three starters, maybe seniors, and it'll just take them so long to grasp it. I don't want to do that to them. I want to keep what we're doing, and we will throw in some pressing, mainly to change the pace of the game. But um, I'm excited about this young group I have. They are competitive. Man, my summer practices with them were really, really good. I would say my summer practices were better with the young kids in the varsity just because they're so hungry. They're fresh. They're new. They want to, you know, make a name for themselves. So I think that in three or four years, hopefully we're talking about this group running a more uh, – pressing style, faster paced system. Yeah. And what's cool about that. And I, and I think the listeners, I'm sure they don't know that the single a is going, that's why you're doing it kind of right. Is you're going to more just playing the public schools, which are similar to you. 
Yeah, absolutely. So right now, uh, Georgia does, uh, you know, in our region, the state champion will come out of our region, I would say, almost every year. We have a region A, a region B. And in those northern North Atlanta, Marietta, there's Mount Bethel, there's St. Francis, there's this powerhouse. I mean, they're putting high D1 kids out there. And <laughs> yeah. on our side, we've had a team make it to the Final Four the last two years. And one of those teams – and a team also won multiple state championships within the last four or five years. So our league is really, really, really tough. And so after this year, they're going to break us up. Privates are completely on their own. Public are completely on their own. And so our region – again, I'm not – take anything away from the teams we'll be playing. But I know that we won't have to go through the private school gauntlet. Um, so I think that a new style of play might benefit us in uh, a league of teams that are a lot like us. Single A, small school, you know, most of these schools are not going to throw out a kid going to Cincinnati or Georgia Tech or Georgia. We're going to be just really competitive basketball teams. And not saying we won't have some talent on the floor. I've had a kid go D3. I've had some talented kids but it's just a different world when you play when you get out of atlanta and i think anyone in georgia knows exactly what i'm talking about oh for sure um matter of fact i was just at camp we're a single a public and i was just at camp watching i was scouting some teams that shows i had nothing else to do when i'm scouting at camp right matt right. um um but um i was watching wesley and girls play they're a single a girls they can be anybody I mean, they had size, quickness. I mean, basically, I mean, it was, it was almost absurd. And they're a single-A private, and you got – Yeah, and they're in, they're in our region. Yeah, it's, it's, it's absurd. I mean, I mean, just, you know, they – I think I, – I know a lot of states do this. They might be classified as single-A, but I think you need to give teams choices. Like, if you want to play in a single-A state final, that's fine – but you can also play in an open division again where when your teams are up. If you're going to bring in, if you're going to have that many great players in your program, I know I'm getting controversial here, but man, you don't need to be playing single A schools. I mean, absolutely. I mean, I, I'll I probably get in trouble for saying that, but yeah, that's ridiculous. Well, I mean, I've coached at private schools in the past, but my private schools were a lot smaller and it, it's just a different world. When, when you get around Atlanta, and every state can say this, probably if you're, you know, whatever your larger town is, your larger city, and there's so much competition for kids, and there's so many talented kids. I mean, our town of Chickamauga has roughly 3,000 total residents. Right. So our pool is much smaller, whereas the private school, there's no district lines for them. And I'm all about private education, which that's best for your child. Sure. I'm not disparaging that at all. But I just think that when you see a Wesleyan or you see a Mount Bethel or a St. Francis, they are super talented. And I would love to coach a team with that talent that day. Exactly. But I'm all for Georgia following what Tennessee did, completely separate the regions, private and public. Now, if we still want to play those teams non-region for great competition, yeah. perfect. Let's do it. But I think public stay with public, private stay with private. And Georgia obviously agrees with that. And they've did it. They've done it in volleyball, soccer, every other sport, and now they're going to do it in basketball and football. I love that. I, I think it's going to be great. And I think I already kind. I already seen kind of the regions that we're going to be in, and they're going to have some good teams. You know, you have Commerce. You're going to have Towns County. Things, but we can compete with those schools, right? 
Yeah, absolutely. And again, my region, again, will be difficult. I mean, Dade County, I think, may come to it. I'm not sure. But we go down to our normal rivalries, Trine, Mount Zion, Bowden. So we have some tough opponents there. And we've beaten the private schools last couple of years. We beat North Cobb last year. We beat uh, some other schools. But I just think on a day-in and day-out basis, it's just better overall for athletics. And, you know, some states do a multiplier. Whereas if private school, you got to multiply each kid by 1.5 or by 2, so it raises the classification. Mm-hmm. But some of these like private that, yeah. schools may have a hundred – some of these private schools may only have a couple hundred kids. So even if you did a multiplier, they would still be single A. Um, you know, now again, will I face a Mount Zion team that may have a kid go high D1 one day? Absolutely. But the the chance of that being the case as opposed to the private schools, again, I look at some of these schools and their JV team will not be their varsity team. My JV team will be my varsity. Team. You're exactly right. You know, yeah, kids yeah. are kids are not coming to Gordon Lee or most small public schools out in the country for basketball recruiting. They're coming there because it's a great education. They play baseball. They they do multiple sports. So, yeah, I, I know we're getting into some controversial waters here, but I think <laughs> we're on the same page. And even when I was in private school, I, I would agree with private schools play private schools. Um, I, I'm, I've just always felt that way. Yeah, yeah, and that you know it's going to be tough on the Georgia high school. They got to really step it up and you know kind of monitor that. But uh, that's for another podcast, man. That's that's for podcast number three. Um, Absolutely. Hey, let's talk about your clinic. You and I love clinics, man. We might be the only two left in the country that, that really love <laughs> clinics. You got a Hoosier clinic right. coming up. I mean, I already reserved my seats coming up, man. I haven't, well, of course, I haven't uh, bought my uh, admission yet, but um, we're coming to it. Talk about your Hoosier clinic and why did you choose this site to have some of the best coaches in the country come? Yeah, well, the a couple of years ago, for the I always did the coaching clinic in Chattanooga. It was just the Southeast Tennessee Coaches Clinic. I mean, I had, you know, that's when Will Wade was coaching in Chattanooga. Jim Foster. I got Lenny Acuff. I got some real rock stars to come to Chattanooga, and they were all close by. And I just start, people just started mentioning to me, hey, you might want to bring a clinic to this town or this town or this town. But, you know, it's a lot of logistics. Yeah, I work around college football schedules and high school stuff going on to find a gym without volleyball on a Saturday. It can be, it's a lot of logistics. And you know this as well. So I just started thinking about three years ago, like, okay, what parts of the country just love basketball? I know Georgia likes basketball, but they love football. Indiana, loves basketball so i just reached out i was to the hoosier gym where they filmed the movie hoosiers in nightstown i just called them up not knowing much about it it's a community center now the city you know owns it and runs it and people can rent it out and do things there it's really a phenomenal uh gym which you've you know, you've been to it so i just reached out to them and they were on board and you know for whatever reason the gym's been around roughly 90 years and we were the first clinic to ever be there and i know they've gone through some some down times and they've had, they've done a lot of work there recently. The gym's in great shape. So it hasn't always been a community center. Um, the town really fell behind, uh, got behind this and it is phenomenal shape. I mean, it's in nice modern bathrooms. You've got the old wooden floor, but you've got some modern amenities there like, you know, led lighting and Wi-Fi. So you go there and you're back in time about 80 years, but you're also, a little modern, but they were all on board with it. So this will be the third year that we've had the clinic there. 
Oh, it's a great place, man. You got, you're right. You got, I mean, I remember, Matt, I went into the locker room. Of course, yeah, I'm, I'm a Hoosier junkie. I went into the locker room and it's like, it was just like the movie. You know, they haven't changed yeah. anything in that locker room. And it was yeah. like, I, I would just, um, and I was like a little kid. Um, but, you know, what's the fun part about it is there's a lot of events that go on there and yours is one. Let's talk about the people you got coming in. You got Vance Wahlberg. I mean, you got some superstars coming into that. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, again, I don't ever want to say one lineup is better than a previous year's lineup, but this year we have, you know, more nationally recognized coaches coming in. Um, so yeah, Vance Wahlberg and I have spoken on the phone a couple of times just about dribble drive. And so I contacted coach Wahlberg and he was all for it. And if you know anything about coach Wahlberg, he loves basketball as much as anybody because he's, he's been a former NCAA head coach. He's been an NBA assistant head coach, and now he's back to coaching high school in California. Most guys, once they're the NBA level or the high college level, they would never coach high school again. This man just loves to coach. And he changed the game when he, with the dribble drive offense. You know, Kentucky ran it, made it popular for years, but they learned it from Coach Wahlberg. So mm-hmm. Coach Wahlberg is actually coming in and doing two 90-minute sessions, one on Friday night, on his full court defensive system, he puts a unique twist on the two-two-one press, which kind of will go in hand in hand with what Doug Porter is doing on uh, the system offense. So, you know, and then on Saturday, uh, Coach Wahlberg's doing ninety minutes on dribble drive. So having him is—I mean, he is worth the price of admission by himself. By himself, I totally agree. Yeah, and, and you got. Yeah, you got it. go ahead, go ahead, coach. Go ahead. Yeah, I've got Dave Love, who Dave Love's a great guy to follow on Twitter. Coach Love, he's a, a shooting coach. Um, he's worked with the Phoenix Suns, Cleveland Cavaliers, Orlando Magic, a lot of college teams, a lot of pros, just one on one. He is going to really talk about how to improve your shooting and how to do it um, in it, just to start out one level and work your way up to become a really good shooter. So, you know, his session is um, called practical – no, sorry, is layered drills to unlock your shooting potentials. He's going to take you to square one and kind of how to build a shooter up and in a progression, and I'm excited about him. He's going for 75 or 80 minutes. And then Mike Neighbors, the University of Arkansas women's coach, again, I would tell any coach out there, men's, women's, middle school, high school, college, you need to follow Coach Neighbors' uh, YouTube channel. He puts shooting drills on there and different competitions and fast break offense. I mean, he just loves sharing his knowledge. So Coach Neighbors is going to speak on Friday night, and he's going to talk about uh, intentional drills for player development and also rebounding drills. So he's going to just player development from the guard position, post position, and also we high school coaches love just a good toughness rebounding drill. So he's going to be speaking on Friday night with Vance Wahlberg and then we have Doug Porter. Doug Porter is the new women's coach at Bethel in, in uh, Indiana. He just came there from Wheaton. He, he runs the system. So if anyone's heard uh, the podcast with Glenn Hicks and his son, he run, he's a system coach. So he's going to be talking about practical ways to improve your offense using analytics, but really just about how to get the best shot, how to get a shot up quickly, how to put pressure on the defense 
with your offense. And then we have John Kaufman. And I think John is one of the best clinicians I've ever heard. John is the only guy who's spoken at one of my clinics twice. And Coach Kaufman's there at Fort Wayne in Indiana. I mean, I think in the last three years, he's upset the Hoosiers twice um, at home. And he's a phenomenal coach. I know that he's the one small college coach that no one wants to play in Indiana. His teams run precise offense. His, his session is what he calls his paint-touch motion offense. And they are, their spacing, their cutting, their movement, their ball movement is really high level, but it's anything that we as high school coaches can learn from. So we have those five guys right now, and I'm working on a sixth speaker for that Friday. Um, but if I don't get a sixth speaker, what will happen is Coach Neighbors will probably just pick up another session. And either way, we'll have Coach Neighbors and Vance Wahlberg on that Friday night. And the good thing about the clinic is you don't have to take off work on Friday. I know we as teachers and coaches, we will guard those personal days. So, you know, the clinic doesn't start till about 5.30, 5.45. Um, so, you know, you can work all day. Even if you've got an hour drive in, come on in and, you know, stay in a hotel close by. And then Saturday morning, we get rolling at nine and go to about three. Yeah, we got to make sure we get our golf in, though, early, though, Friday, though. That, that's the Absolutely. key. I just, spoke with the, <laughs> I just spoke with Bob at the Hoosier Gym. And yeah. And Bob, they're actually hosting a Hoosier Gym fundraiser golf tournament on that Friday. I'm definitely playing in, and I hope you're in my foursome. Yeah, I mean, I, you got to get me in it, man. I, yeah, I got to gotta find the right time. Yeah, yeah, it'll be. Uh, yeah, I'll make sure I get a foursome in that. But it's about – it's a late morning shotgun start, so you can play yeah. a few hours of golf, you know, go shower, come to the clinic. It's, it's going to be a great weekend. I would say in my, in my year – of basketball and all things I've going on. There's nothing I look forward to more than this clinic. And sometimes it's just a Saturday. Sometimes it's a Friday, Saturday, if I get the right speakers, but I always go up on Thursday night and spend the day in the town, go to the gym, get some shots up, play around the golf, go eat at a good restaurant. I mean, this is just kind of a good way for me to get my mind right before my own season starts in a couple of months. And plus I get to see, you know, a lot of coaches from out of town that I've seen two and three years in a row. I get to see the gym and I still get those, butterflies in my stomach when I walk in the gym and I'll take a million pictures again this year. And it's just, I would say as a coach, and I'm not saying this just because they're the coaching clinics I organize. This is a great clinic. It's an affordable clinic. It's worth the trip. It's a bucket list gym to visit. And, you know, I would say take your staff. You'll learn a lot from these five speakers. Yeah, you got a starting five there. It's unbelievable. It could be a starting six. Hopefully you get that sixth one. Yeah, I've got uh, some. maybe. <laughs> Yeah, I think we'll yeah. fill someone in. Um, and, and one last thing about the clinic is the Hoosier Gym is everything's on the floor. So you won't just hear Vance Wahlberg talk about his pressing system or his dribble drive. He'll have a college team out there to – you'll get to see, and you can stop, you can ask questions. And that's what's so great about it. We're not sitting in a classroom being lectured to on a whiteboard. You get to see him implement it as he would for a practice. And that's what I think is so good about the clinics and why I enjoy doing them. Yeah, and I think you and I are always trying to innovate a little bit. I, I do the I do the high school. Um and but I want to talk about what I know when I go to clinics, like for this one, I run a lot of the stuff here. So I'm gonna be but I, I can't take everything. 
I, I might steal a drill. I already run a lot of the Wahlberg stuff. I already run a lot of the Porter stuff. I might take a shooting drill from Dave Love. I might take, you know, maybe that rebounding drill from Mike Neighbors. I might take something about offensive efficiency or cutting from John Kaufman. Why is it important for coaches not to take everything, but take bits and pieces? No, I think, I think that's a good point. And that's where I, I – every year I evaluate how many speakers to have. Because sometimes I have um, – I get feedback through my survey at the clinics, and some people say, hey, I'd rather have four speakers at 90 minutes apiece and not six speakers for an hour. Well, part of it is you can't – not everyone wants to do 90 minutes. So right. to find four guys do that can be difficult. Um, some guys want to go 50 minutes. So I think it depends on the topic. Like you've got to give dribble drive 90 minutes, but someone could come in there and do some skill development and some rebounding for 55 to 60 minutes. So I think when you go into a clinic, and as a young coach, and I still – you know, I'm 40, been doing it you know, a while. I still consider myself a young coach, and every year I realize I really don't know – that much about the game um you go in and if you can pick up what i try to pick up is terminology things to make explaining things to my high school kids where it'll click mentally so some guys will come in there and they're gonna do you know pack line defense well i may not be a pack line coach i've done it in the past but i'll still be like okay if i ever go back to pack line what is what's a drill and what's two or three terms i can pick up so if i go back to pack line I can teach it better to my kids. That's why I like to have five or six different topics and not, you know, three offensive topics and, you know, three defensive topics. I want a skill development. I want some rebounding drills. I want shooting. Um, I think one of the best sessions for coaches will be the shooting session because I've never had a session at the clinic specifically just shooting. And I think Coach Love will definitely share with us some techniques that are going to be efficient and they work with terminology that kids can understand a little better. And I think coaches a lot of times teach shooting in, in a poor manner. In the past, I have done that. But as more as I listen to some other podcasts around the country and speakers you have, I'm starting to change how I teach shooting and simplify it. And I think it's, I think it's worked well for my team. For right Now, we've got kids who can shoot the basketball. And, but I think I've been able to help kids shoot a little better just by a couple of tweaks here or there that has, that has been successful. Yeah, that's a great point. I, I'm really excited about, you know, um, hearing all your speakers and so forth. I do, I do agree with you. You got to have encore. I know point guard college does speakers and um, classrooms. Um, that's just not me. I think it's good at times. I think it's almost a good idea to have a mix. Maybe that's something right. that we look at in the future. Maybe have a classroom. Right. Maybe, maybe give them some options: a classroom here or a court. But I just, I, I'm an on-court guy, and maybe uh, we provide, you know, obviously our coaches with notebooks and things like that. Right. They can write down things. I mean, I, I learn the game through through watching. Yeah. I mean, I'm a visual learner. That's why everybody loves these you know, Twitter videos and YouTube videos. I don't listen to a coach describe his offense to me. If he does it, I'm writing it on paper, so that still makes me visual. I think the classroom is good. If you've got a guy breaking down clips and he can be up there with a – with a TV and a screen and so and slowly clip it and break it down for you. Or if it's a 
culture, or if it's, sorry, it's a session on culture yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Sure. Philosophy. But yeah, if, sure. if I want, if I want Vance Wahlberg to show me or Dave Love to sh- show me the shooting, I need to see it in action with players because what's so great is these college players have not worked with these guys before. They're they're fresh. They're new. They're going to make mistakes. So you'll say, okay, they make mistakes here. When I teach my kids, they're going to probably make the same mistake. And then you just kind of you learn the process takes a little longer. Um, then obviously we, we desire, we want people to catch on immediately, but I don't catch on immediately. So we've got to be more patient with our uh, players as well. Yeah. And we all got our, we all got our, you know, our cameras, our phones. I mean, you can film it. I don't know. I still, I still have all the drills from filming your last session over there. I mean, I still use a lot of those. Tell us about your, your, your next one is going to be Alpharetta. I didn't. I don't know if you filled every, but tell us about that and who you plan. It's on September twenty eighth. Who do you plan on on having? Right. Uh, well, right now we're doing the Peak State Coaches Clinic on September twenty eighth at Milton High School, where Alan Whitehart um, is the head coach, and Alan is a great guy. He loves basketball. He's been at multiple schools in Atlanta, and he Milton's a a, a good location. It's a little north Atlanta, Alpharetta, but you know it's a Saturday. People can be around there, you know, 30, 40, 50 minutes if you, if you know, you could be there if you live in the metro area. And right now we have Gene Durden, who, again, if you coach basketball in Georgia or anywhere in the south, you know Coach Durden. He's the head coach of the uh, Buford Lady Wolves there. He's won multiple state championships. He just finished a three-peat, 17, 18, and 19. He is a legend, as I know you know this because he comes to speak at your clinic. Um, but Coach Durden's going to be speaking. I've got Charmaine White, who is at Pace Academy, but also with USA Basketball. He coached at Miller Grove and won seven state championships, I believe six in a row at one time. He is a phenomenal coach, and it's such a blessing because he's at USA Basketball coaching high-level kids, I think the 16-under team around the world, and he also coaches Pace Academy. Um, I've got Hernando Planels, who will – he's at Duke, the associate head coach at Duke. He's been all over the world coaching Japan, the Philippines, Australia. He is a, a dynamic speaker. Uh, he spoke in Greenville last year. He just has a way of connecting with the audience. And we don't have all the topics for these guys yet. But I think that Charmaine White's going to do just his favorite drills of two decades of coaching. And then Alan Whitehart's going to speak as well. And we just secured the Georgia State University men's staff. Uh, Coach Lanier just took that job. He came from Tennessee. So he's going to speak. Or if something happens, he can't make it, one of his staff members. But uh, Coach Lanier, you know, hopefully will make it. And then our last spot. We're going to fill that next week or so. But it's it's a great lineup because you get um, high school varsity boys coach, high school varsity girls coach. You get a college assistant, a college head coach. I mean, you get a wide variety of perspectives of coaches that have been all around different levels. So – and that's going to be same, same format on the floor. Uh, we'll have a team there used for demonstration. These sessions will be roughly 60 minutes apiece. And uh, we'll do three before lunch, three after lunch. And, again, I try to get guys out by 3 or 4 o'clock so they can drive home and spend the evening with their family and things like that. But this is going to be a really good clinic. I think this may be something we try to stay in Metro Atlanta year after year. 
Yeah, I think it's good because the Nike clinics don't come out to Atlanta anymore. Yeah. Uh, you know, you I mean, I know you've been to them. I've been to them. Uh, for some reason, the Nike is is going more East Coast. Uh, they're going Myrtle Beach. Yeah. Well, I don't blame them. Yeah. But it's like, come on, you're not coming to Atlanta? You got to be kidding yeah. me. I mean, that should be obvious. I mean, yeah. So uh, that's a good, I think it's a good yeah, move. It's a good one. And yeah, you're always checking every schedule around. You're doing it too. You're looking at, you know, is Georgia tech playing is Georgia playing? There's so many things to look at when you do a clinic in a major city, and especially in the South with football, but this is a good weekend. Georgia's off this Saturday, that Saturday, uh, Georgia state's off Mercer's off. Like there's no reason you can't be there. And what's so good about this is you can just get up that morning and drive to the clinic. If you live anywhere in Georgia, for the most part, you know, you may drive 90 minutes. If you need to come up, we'll have some hotels that we'll have a block. I'll release that information soon, but I'm not, you don't have to spend the weekend. I think that's what happens with some of these clinics. They, you have to give up two and three days and guys just don't want to do that. And I don't want to do it. Um, I want to have a good one day clinic or at times, you know, obviously, Hoosier gyms a, fr- a Friday evening and a Saturday, but it's hard to do the Thursday, Friday, Saturday, or, or they go Sunday morning, some of these clinics. And, you know, I've got kids, you've got kids. We're all busy. Some people are coaching multiple sports in the fall. I think that we can have a great clinic and also for an affordable price as well. I don't want people to not be able to afford this. We offer early bird pricing, same staff coach discounts. I mean, you know, if someone said I'm struggling with the price and they contacted me, I'd cut them a deal. Like I don't want, I want everybody to be there, whether it's AAU, middle school basketball, college assistants. You know, I just want us to all be in the gym growing and learning from uh, some of these great speakers. Yeah, and I love that lineup. I, I was kind of wondering who your your other coach is going to be and so forth. And Milton's a great place. I actually knew the former coach over there. I've been to their facilities, man. Unbelievable facilities. I think. Um, that, that's a, that's a great location right there. Beautiful yeah, area. Is. I'm looking forward to, to go in there. Alpharetta is a nice area. They got, I may go in on Friday night, go play a little top golf, eat at a good restaurant. I just love, oh, the, yeah. I just love the weekend <laughs> of this stuff. I really do. Um, and we and we're sponsored by doc, Dr. Dish is our uh, headline sponsor this year. And Dr. Dish really does a lot to grow the game and with their, uh, shooting machine. And they've been a very supportive sponsor uh, for us last couple of years. So again, Dr. Dish will have a session as well for 20, 25 minutes about shooting and some drills with the Dr. Dish. So again, that'll be, that, so technically that's another session in there as well. The Dr. Dish set, the Dr. Dish session. Yeah. And I, I love the coaches. I love how you're going to high school. I think uh, matter of fact, um, actually I tried to get Hernando on the podcast. We haven't connected yet, but I have Gene and Charmin. Both of those guys are just great coaches, man. I mean, Talk about very fortunate to have a Charmin White coach at your high school. Oh, my goodness. He spoke at the clinic um, a couple of years ago in Chattanooga, and he was phenomenal. But, you know, I just look at everything he's done with basketball. He went from Miller Grove to Georgia State as an assistant. He's been with USA Basketball several years. He's got some DVDs on championship productions. And, you know, for Pace to pick him up, and I think he's their assistant athletic director too. I mean, good grief. What a rock star when it comes to – um, putting your basketball program on the map. So, like, if you're a kid in Atlanta and you're looking at a school to go to and you see he's the coach, you definitely probably want to go there or Coach Durden or any of these guys because, again, and I used to live in Atlanta, you can live in one spot and there's eight private schools within or three public schools within 20 miles of your house. Whereas where I live, 
we're the only school you're going to go to. You know, with it's, it's a small town. So in Atlanta, there's so much pull for players to go to a certain school based on the coach, whereas in South Georgia or more rural parts, you just go to the school because that's the only school to go to. And that coach may have been there for 30 years, and there's some, you know, some community support there. But, uh, man, Charmin's why – I mean, he is, he is phenomenal. And he's so – what I appreciate about him is as big as he's gotten in the game, he still gives back to clinics like mine. When I know he's getting tons of phone calls and he's pulled a million different directions, that he'll still take time out of his day to come speak at my – and same for Coach Durden. You know, he's speaking at your clinic. He's speaking at my clinic. I mean, he – I went and watched him practice last year. I mean, these – one thing I've learned with coaching is the really successful coaches are usually some of the most humble coaches. You know, they're very successful, multiple state championships, putting players in high level NBA, WNBA, Division One, and they are they will give you the time to make a phone call, to go visit, to come speak at a clinic. And I, I really appreciate that from, from those men. Yeah, Gene's the best. Uh, I've known Gene for quite a few years and so forth. Um, he has helped me in many different ways, and he he's um, he's a he's always a given. And and to be honest with you, you know, he doesn't have to come to my clinic or your clinic and so forth because uh, he's got he's working with his team. But he loves to share the game. We always talk about that. Coaches giving back to the game, sharing the game. And uh, he's so he's so involved with helping the other coaches. He's a great mentor, and there's no doubt. I think he's a true legend. There's a lot of guys who win games. Right. He's a legendary coach because he mentors a lot of coaches. He's given back. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you are right about that. I know, and I may do it again this year. But last year, you know, we spoke on the phone, and um, he had like like a three three hour practice the first Saturday. We were allowed to practice, and then. Man, my wife and I drove there, stayed over there by the Mall of Georgia, got up early, went and watched him practice for three, three and a half hours. It was great. I mean, you know, he's one of these guys that I've gotten to know a little more over the years when we've spoken on the phone. And um, he, he's an example of there's great coaches at every level. I mean, Gene could easily get a call to be a high school, a college coach and run a program one. Oh, no he probably has gotten those calls. But, you know, Buford City tucked up there. You know, not far from the Mall of Georgia, has one of the best coaches, arguably, in the country. And, you know, you get these situations where you're right. He doesn't have to give back like he does, but he loves doing it. And it'll be, you know, I hope he coaches another 15 years. I really do, because he'll be a great loss for the state and for Coach White that they can just stay a part of Georgia basketball for decades. Um, because we, it'll be a great loss when, when they're not coaching anymore. I, I totally agree. He's got his son. He's actually grooming his son right now. I think you probably met him probably at the yes, practice. Yes. Uh, he's going to be the next. Absolutely. Um, dirt. He'll follow in line. He's a great guy. He'll follow in line just like his daddy. I, I think they have two different personalities. Nobody has a personality like Coach. Now, he has the voice. He's got the tone. He's got the, the intensity. Yeah. You can't teach that. No, no. I've always said you can't fake passion. You truly can't. He's got it. It's real. It's a hundred percent. And he's, and again, he's never, I've never been able to get him in one of the clinics, even in Chattanooga. So I'm really excited about having him. And that's what's so great about Alpharetta. There's so many great coaches and speakers within 30 to 40 minutes. 
Whereas sometimes I've got a, sometimes I'm flying coaches in, putting them in hotels, getting them rental cars. You know, it's, it's a lot of logistics to work out, a lot of details, but you know, these guys will wake up, drive speak at the clinic and be home in just, you know, 30 minutes. So that's what's so good about it. Yeah. And um, I'm going to tell a little bit about, I want you to give me your opinion on what, what I'm doing with the high school, I think, and um, I know you're coming out for mine. Um, I try to have a niche of high school coaches. I, I believe that high school coaches um, need to share more. We need, I don't think there's enough publicity and marketing for great high school coaches. I think you need to see them and communicate and build relationships with these guys. There's some great high school coaches, like you were saying out there. Uh, what I'm doing this year though, Matt, is I'm doing what I call my system clinic, whereas I'm bringing coaches in and they're sharing their system, yeah. uh, not coming in talking about one area. So Gene's coming in. He's talking about the Buford way. Uh, you got Glenn Hicks and his son, Cole Hicks. They're talking about the true yep. system, the run and gun. He, call it, he calls it the fun and run system, which is I'm looking forward to that. Then you got uh, Coach Jarrett Hunsinger. Uh, from Missouri, he's run the one-two-two ball press with his girls in Missouri at Boonville. You got unbelievable Randy Kaufman from Lakeview, Christian um, coming in talking about he has he's a two-time national championship coach. Uh, he was at Riverdale. He won his championships at Riverdale High School in Tennessee. You got Coach Steve Collins who has won three multiple yeah. uh, state championships. And these guys, to me, have great systems. Tell me about what you think on that phase and what you can get out of just listening to high school. Well, I think that your clinic is really good because what people – like, again, I get sometimes college guys that you can learn from. Sometimes they speak above the high school uh, coaches' heads, not, that, not from an intelligence level, just from what they can and cannot run because, obviously, I'm a college guy. I run this system. I'm going to recruit to that system or that style of play. Whereas high school coaches, like for me, man, I've run multiple different styles for the last 15 years. It's depending on, you know, one year I had six, seven, six, seven, one year I had six, two, and everyone was, you know, like a five eleven guard. So I think high school coaches can relate more to these high school speakers in many ways. And I think, you know, again, I would love to see tons of middle school coaches at your clinic as well, because I think they can learn a lot about what it takes to, to coach a system and, and feed it into that high school system. But, but, but yeah, I mean, for your guys to get, you know, some 90 minutes a piece to, to share because coach Durden or coach Collins, or I know, I know Glenn Hicks personally, an hour for them to talk about what they do is, is not enough. I mean, 90 minutes or so they can get into a little deeper. And I think what will happen is I think that they'll get a chance to share enough information. Like a coach may walk away and literally change what they do. I know that I can't wait to hear about the the Boonville one two two press, and also you know always want to hear more about what Cole Hicks and Glenn Hicks are doing. I was just talking to a coach yesterday who scrimmaged Sand Mountain, um, and over Glenn is assisting his son, and they were talking about my goodness, they scored like eighty something points in the summer game, and they must have hit sixteen threes and just ran us into the ground and. <laughs> That's what I hope to do with my ninth graders is build that system up. But, no, I think that a coach may come in. Let's say a coach is taking a new job. You know, they're still filling it out. They've had the summer with them. But they may have a spark come on and realize, hey, I've got that same type of kid. If, if Cole 
Hicks can do it at Sand Mountain, but they're not getting stud athletes at Sand Mountain. They're getting good old country boys just want to work hard like Dade County, like Glenn Hicks did at Dade and like Gene did at Dade. Hey, I can, I've got that type of girl. I've got that type of boy. Oh, I can, I can do what Coach Collins does um, where he's won multiple championships. So I think your clinic is spot on, and your clinic gives topics more time than mine does. And I think there's something to be said for both styles. But if I'm a high school coach, and I'm definitely coming to yours. Yeah, I think they need. I think coaches need to be honest with you. They need to come to both. I mean, I, the, for the speakers that you're providing, and we're providing here, and of course we'll be in our new gym hopefully at yeah. that time. But um, I mean, you can't go wrong for the price, man. I mean, we get and we both of us provide meals. I mean, yep. if you're, I mean, we're just trying to promote clinics. I, I think coaches need to get, to get out and build relationships and get out really learn the game, be a great learner. And man, you, 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 I think what you mentioned was so important. It's like, yeah, you can watch YouTube, but if I'm here, I can go talk to G. Absolutely. Yeah. Because build a relationship. Well, these guys will give you their email. They may give their cell phone. Like if you want to, if someone hears coach Durden speak or coach Hicks and they want to call them up the next week, they're going to talk to you on the phone. I mean, I like, Twitter and I love a short video but you see a short video and all you see is when that play worked and was super successful you don't see the nine times it didn't work you don't see the guy you don't see the work put into it you don't see the technical aspects the coach had to teach so I think a lot of times people watch a video they see something work they say I'm going to put it in my team they realize that just didn't work that well for whatever reason because I don't understand because you don't know the teaching points so no uh, the fact that a guy can raise their hand and ask one of these guys a question, or we're all eating lunch together, sit beside them and talk about the one, three, one trap or whatever it may be. You know, I think that's really, really important. And again, I think clinics can still be alive and well. Um, but I think in this day of social media, you know, people have got to see the value in them. And I think our, our price point is really good. You know, lunch provided really good. Like I tell people, I've been doing these clinics six years Man, I may have broken even. I mean, seriously, the fact my wife still lets me do them is awesome. Now, hopefully, as time goes on, we cover. You know, we obviously cover costs and pay our take care of things like we need to. But I mean, I'm not making much money off these at all. Maybe it's maybe worth my time a little bit with the money, but I just do it because I love the game. I mean, I, I enjoy it. I love the connections I've made through the basketball community, like like yourself and my friends in Indiana at the Hoosier Gym where I feel like I'll be welcome there the rest of my life to go visit there. And I think that's what it's about. Let's get more face-to-face talking basketball and not just through screens. Uh, that, that was well said. I, I, I couldn't say that any better. I mean, that was well said, man. I mean, um, and that's what we're trying to do. That's why they do the podcast and so forth. And I, I appreciate you coming on, man, and sharing. I think um, a lot of coaches are going to be listening to this. Um, before you give your final information, let's, I, I want to, I want to get your feedback on something that I really believe in. I just want to get your, your ideas. What we do is we have, of course, our system is about shots, getting more shots and we chart that and so forth. What we chart though, is we do this in practice is communication, toughness, and effort. We have a chart for that. So if somebody, you know, somebody says, Hey, I got a ball on a closeout. But we give them okay. a check mark. 
is we pick something out. So let's say it's a, we saw, you know, toughness. We said, all right, toughness today was if you turn the ball over, you better sprint back. That's good. And they got to sprint back hard. So we, we chart that stuff. Now it's harder because my assistant coach has to work her tail right. off the chart. We really value that. Now today's effort was we're a fast-breaking team. So we, we say sprint baseline to baseline. Right. You got to go hard. Now, so this is – I don't think, Coach, we do enough of that because it's hard to do. Anybody can chart shots. But that's right. hard to char- chart. But I think it leads to wins. What do you no, think? I agree. I think that – if you find a system, I don't mean system playing, but a system where you. Coaches, how are you? Hey, make sure to check out my friends at Dr. Dish Basketball. They were a main sponsor of my Legends Clinic last year, and I got to see in person why the Dr. Dish is undoubtedly the best shooting machine on the market. I'm super excited to get one in my program here soon. As a matter of fact, It's already in the process of being ordered. The technology and versatility of the machine are unmatched. Make sure to check out their product lineup and their new Dr. Dish CT machine on their website at drdishbasketball.com and follow them on Twitter and Instagram at drdishbball. Mention this podcast and you can save $300 extra on your next Dr. Dr. Dish purchase. Get one soon. This is Coach Kevin Furtado of the Championship Vision Podcast. Hey, Coach. <laughs> Hopefully so, you can clip those together. Exactly. Hey, hey, tell me what you were saying about the chart and so forth. We, I, uh, I was talking about the chart that we use to really chart intangibles. Um, what's your feelings on that? No, I think that's really, really good. I mean, I, that's something I want to work forward in the future on doing because – we, uh, I had a meeting with my seniors recently, and I let them develop the five pillars that would be for the program this year just to give the kids more ownership, and I felt like that was the right thing to do. And I think deep down is what we should do. So ours are pride, effort, toughness, teamwork, and commitment. And, yeah, if I could, you know, maybe one day, maybe I break them up. There's one for every day of the week, and we're going to sure. effort here, toughness here, teamwork here. To me, it's something as simple as another as a teammate reminding his teammate, hey, tuck your shirt in. Just little things like that. Little things. To get yeah. vocal, yeah. a guy diving for a loose ball, a guy takes your charge or gets a block and you run help him up. Little things like that really, really pay off. And I think the thing is, and I've been really bad about this in the past, is just you've got to – stay on these philosophies or culture um, components of your culture on a daily basis. I just can't mention pride because it's on the back of a t-shirt expect it to happen. Right. Pride is, man, you get off the bus, you look good, you got your belt on, your shirt's tucked in, we're not listening to headphones, you're walking the gym, you're yes ma'am, yes sir, please, thank you. We, you know, we leave the locker room looking good. We, we lose a heartbreaker. We shake hands like men walking through the line. Just little things like that, like you said, are intangibles that build character that you and I believe eventually also lead to more wins. And leads to better people. Absolutely. Yes, yes. Better people. I mean, yeah. you know, better people, which is our ultimate goal. You're right. right. Uh, yeah, I totally agree. And I love that. I love how you got the players – to create that. Um, I guess as I get older, 
I think it's it's hard. You're right, though. You got to fight for your culture, as T.J. Rosine says, and I totally agree with that. I think if you don't chart stuff, they don't. No, do that's it. good. That's good. I, I definitely I need to get with you in more detail about what you do and how you do it. And like I'm probably like you. I've got one assistant coach. You know, so I got one. Yes. I've always <laughs> thought I could get managers come to a high school practice, and I can on some level at times. But you know. Kids are busy. Kids yeah. are working. A manager can't, you know, give up all the hours a week a player does per se. Um, and also, the manager may not understand what you're talking about basketball wise. A high school manager, sure, sure. Um, but no, I would love to chart more. I mean, I think I would focus on, you know, effort, toughness, and teamwork. Those three, you know, I think pride. You know, pride is kind of you know like commitment are two pillars that kind of hold all of it up in my mind like you're committed to it and you take pride in that gordon lee jersey or whichever school you play for but no i think that's really good and um something i definitely i need to do but it's got to be more than just the obvious like the kid took a charge it's got to be like you said the intangibles where it could be the guy calling help side early i know one thing and that's been a struggle for my guys is getting them to talk on defense to really talk, not just talk for the sort of talking, but to talk, to communicate in a method that you believe can make you a better defense. And I think that's what, you know, I think I saw a video earlier, like you just say where you are and what you're doing. If you don't know what to say, you're covering backside, you're covering high post, you've got the gap. Just say, just state the obvious where you are, and then as you get more experience, you'll know more communicative things to say to the guys, you know, to help the defense. But yeah, I think that's really, really, really key um, to to build it. You need to track it, and even have like a point system. Like every time the kid gets a point, and you know, this kid led the season with four hundred practice points, and you got three hundred. Yeah, I think Absolutely. that's I think that's important. Yeah. And I think just developing the method to do it at practice efficiently and where you're fair and stay on top of it would be the struggle for some people because a lot of times both coaches are involved in a drill on different ends of the floor or teaching something, you know. Um, but no, I think it's a good idea. Yeah, and, and um, yeah, there, there, there's there's good and bad by it. You're right. It's hard to track everything. But uh, we kind of figured out – actually, my assistant, we just hired her. She's a former player of mine. You can't get any better than that. Uh, Man, they hired – I mean, I was so happy. um, That's another podcast for coaches to hire the right assistant because I've had both good and bad. So – but you got to have people that know you and know your system. They can basically read your mind. Um, So I've been really blessed. Or I'm just getting old. I got people that are coaching under me that I uh, that are coaching with me that I coached. Hey, let me um, let me add to that really quick before you give final information. Is um, what we do at the end of practice though? We had it all charted, and then we do our running. So let's say we got at the end of practice. All right, everybody has 20 sprints, 20 10 second drills. So they we minus all the check marks. So let's say Hannah has, you know three communication, they got okay. five tough and then four yeah. efforts. So we take those check marks and we minus from the 20. I'm telling you, the girls, they compete for those check yeah, marks. That's now. good. So do you say, uh, do you say uh, so, verbal like, Hey, 
you just got a check mark for toughness. You say it yes. out loud. Yes. I always, I always praise loudly to the group. Great thing. So if somebody like it's somebody, um, like right now we're focusing on rebounding and then every time they rebound, we want all, you know, everybody's feet in the paint on offensive rebound because yep. that's our system. Um, and when somebody does that, you know, Hey, you know, offensive rebound, mark it yep. down, toughness, Good. you know what I'm saying? So we're, we're constant. It's a lot of work. It's hard oh, work for coaches, but I think those little things, those little emphasis will bring back big time no, results. I think down so. the that's road. good. I need to, uh, look at a system in the off season to do that. I think that's really good. Yeah. Um, but, uh, Hey coach, tell me about, um, how can coaches, first of all, why should a coach come to your clinic and also how can they get a hold of you and how can they register today for your United sure. basketball? Yeah, clinic? I think, you know, I always choose my lineup very carefully. I mean, I, I don't know about you, but I get coaches, really good coaches all the time that, email me, text me, hey, I want to speak to your clinic, I want to speak to your clinic. But sometimes they're a great fit, sometimes they're not a great fit. Sometimes I'll say, hey, let's get you next year, that topic's already taken. So I definitely try to – I think if you come to our clinics, you will hear offense, defense. You'll hear culture. Every coach will mention culture. You'll hear toughness drills, You'll terminology. Like you will leave with four or five points that you can um, – implement into your basketball program with your staff. So, and everything's on the floor, ask questions, you eat lunch with the guy. You may eat lunch next to Vance Wahlberg and talk dribble drive for an hour. And it's just a great way to connect with other coaches. People always see friends they coached against. They haven't seen each other in 10 years and people reconnect that way. Um, but the way to register is unitedbasketballclinics.com. You go to the website, unitedbasketballclinics.com, click on 2019 clinics. There's Indiana and Georgia listed. You register online, and then you can pay, mail me a check, pay the day of the clinic, or you can Venmo. I'm trying to become more modern like the young kids, but this, this Venmo <laughs> thing's pretty cool because right. it doesn't charge, yeah, it doesn't cool, charge a large fee for the <laughs> sender or the – person receiving so i think i'm just gonna i've already gotten payments for venmo you know i've, I've thought about paypal and every other thing there to me there's too big of a pain right now maybe i, just, I need to work a little more yeah. on that through my web through my website server i know paypal is easy but through my server but venmo is great but a lot of guys will just bring a check today at the clinic but you know my early bird my early bird sure. pricing ends august 1st so you need to register online get your check in the mail before that reserve your spot again lunch is included uh, we use a, a local lady there in Knightstown who's a catering business. We'll get Chick-fil-A for Alpharetta. You know, it's it's a great time. You get Dr. Dish presentations. Some other um, vendors are there showing you their um, products and items that are all basketball related. So, yeah. And, again, if someone doesn't know till the night before, walk-ups are always welcome. I don't need to know in advance. You can just show up. It helps in advance, though, because planning for lunch, it definitely helps. That's why I like yeah, to register sure. early, you know, get that check in. You're fully committed to the clinic. And, um, yeah, like I said, my email's on the website. My phone number's on the website. I'm easy to get a hold of. Yeah, I have a, a pretty big, pretty good social media presence. Um, I think it's Coach M.W. Smith. 
at Coach M.W. Smith on Twitter is mainly what I use. But, yeah, I'm like you. I'm all over the place. You can get a hold of me. And um, check out the clinic, man. But I would say bring your middle school coaches. Make make your middle school coach feel included in the program. Call them up, invite them, split it with them. Maybe you can pay for it on your account. But, like, let these guys know that they're valued in your program and all come together. And then sit down together when it's over on the ride home or then go to lunch the next week and you all got four or five points you've taken. And I say, as a program, we've got 15 points here. What are the five that we're all going to really work on or this drill or this terminology? I think it's a great time for staff to grow, get away together, play around the golf the day before. That's how I look at it. It's like a team building for coaches. Yeah, I, I totally agree. That's a great point right there. I think we got to really, as um, directors, we got to really focus on that. And we got we have to get the middle school coaches out. And even the yep. AU, the youth coaches, we have to find ways, because I think that's the next level for yeah. us, Matt, is getting the lower level coaches to I our clinics. Because that's where well, it starts. I hear a lot of high school coaches complain about their middle school coach or middle school coaches. If you're at a big school in Metro Atlanta or Nashville, you may have five feeder schools in your school. I get it. You may not be able to connect with all of them. I've got one feeder coming in. I know the coach well. He does a great job. Perfectly happy with how those players come to me. But, you know, he and I could always build our relationship a little more, go to a clinic together, talk basketball a little more. So, But I think if – if you feel this friction in between the programs for whatever reason, the high school guy needs to be the one to reach out to the middle school coach and do their best to connect and let them know we're on the same team. But I would just say make the phone call, send the text, invite them, high school coach, find a way to help them out financially because, you know, no middle school guys getting a great stipend. And, you know, I think I think it could start – uh, a better relationship and maybe just make you stronger because you're the bottom. Your goal is to make that kid the best human being they can possibly be and the best basketball player they can possibly be. But as one of them's get them, but they get them as a seventh grader. You're going to get them as a junior or senior. So it's also you got to recognize they're working with a twelve year old here. I'm going to get them at sixteen, seventeen, eighteen. A little mature, a little more mature, a little more athletic. The bodies develop, and I think sometimes we're just too hard on our middle school coaches. Yeah, and I um, I think that's the key to every program is your lower-level coaches. The best programs, the, some of your best coaches Absolutely. are at the lower level. I think that's the key. Um, but, as, you know, we, we have yeah. to provide information for them, like the USA Basketball mm-hmm. and Junior NBA, uh, our clinics. I mean, we got to really get out and help those those lower level, and you're doing a terrific job. Well, I appreciate that. that. I'm trying to. And, and I don't know if I've done a great job getting out to middle school coaches you know, it's easy to find high school coaches' email address and contact middle school, not so much. So I think it's the job of the high school coach to share this information and, you know, hopefully we all go and, and, and you know, work together. We all do things differently, but we all have the same goal in mind. So we can appreciate each other absolutely in, in that manner. Yeah, well said. Matt, thank you again, man, for coming on. I appreciate all your hard work you're doing and – uh and more than that, I appreciate the uh, relationship that uh, we have together. So I'll be seeing you, I'll be seeing yeah, you soon, sounds though. Great. I look forward to seeing you in Indiana. Then I'll be coming down to Lake Oconee, and I'll be coming down a day ahead of time with my golf clubs as well. Although I don't play golf much anymore with the uh, new baby in the house. I'll be a little rusty, but uh, it'll definitely be a lot of fun. <laughs> 
Yeah, that's what they all say when I'm, you know, you're probably asking for strokes, yes. I'm sure. Yes, I am. Good. <laughs> all right. Take care, coach. Thanks for coming okay, on. I appreciate it. All right, we'll see you, Hey, coaches, this is Nick Bartlett with Dr. Dish Basketball, and you're listening to the Championship Vision Podcast with Coach Kevin Furtado. Make sure to check us out at drdishbasketball.com and on Twitter and Instagram at at drdishbball for daily basketball drills, tips, inspiration, and how we've revolutionized the basketball shooting machine over here at Dr. Dish. Also mention this podcast, and you will receive an exclusive discount on your next Dr. Dish purchase. Thanks for tuning in. Hey coach, this is Brad Shutter calling from Plymouth, Wisconsin. I um, want to thank you for doing the podcast. I've learned a lot from it. Um, I am an elementary FIED teacher and a girls basketball coach, so we have a lot in common. I like the fact that you um, do a mix of both of the FIED teachers and the coaches as well. Um, keep up the great work, um, and once again, appreciate um, all you do to grow the game. Thanks. This is Matt Smith from United Basketball Clinics. A highlight of my week is listening to Kevin Furtado's Championship Vision podcast. Kevin has a passion for the game and helping coaches grow in their craft. He interviews some of the best basketball minds in the business, and you are sure to gain insights on how to improve as a coach. I suggest you check out his podcast today.